You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. Twitter Spaces, first look at UTEP basketball, Texas uh, game. A lot of reactions, a lot of thoughts to this one. Um, I am racing home right now. No joke. I'm literally racing home to do this minor talk. Uh, about to pull in my house, so nothing too crazy. Just getting things started over here. But uh, reason being, we got kicked out of our studio due to a COVID outbreak, and uh, our building is being sanitized for COVID. I feel great. No problem. I was actually a little under the weather last week, so I'm not worried whatsoever. Tested negative. Feel fine. So no worries on me. Everybody else around us, everybody's safe. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's good. Sal's good. UTEP Zay's good. Steve's good. I'm. Everybody's good. We're all good. So um, I'm going to pop in my house right now. We're going to talk some UTEP basketball. I'm going to pull out all the notes that I wrote down, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here on Twitter instead of uh, in our studio. So uh, this is how we're going to do things. UTEP basketball, 72-57 loss to Texas. I know a couple of our, our good friends out in uh, the city of Austin were at the game, like uh, Alex Nicholas, who's here. Uh, I know that Pinky's out in San Antonio as well. He he probably wants to chime in on this one. So if anybody wants to to talk a little UTEP hoops, uh, just request to speak here with us, and then um, and then you could you could pop on the mic. Um, just uh, just all you have to do is unmute your mic, and then you get a chance to go ahead and talk here. But uh, yeah, UTEP um, UTEP gets a chance to go at it for their first time ever. Alex, what's up, man? You were at the Moody Center. You were you were there to watch a historic night and watch UTEP take on Texas. How'd it go? Alex, I'm just tossing it to you without any, like, how's it going? What's going on? Anything like that? Um, oh, you're, uh, you're on mute. Yeah, there we go. You're on there, mute. there we go. I was talking. I, was I got you. Hey, can you hear me? Can you, that's why I was asking I, you if you could hear me. I can hear you loud and clear now, my All friend. Right. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing, AB? I'm doing great, man. About to get home. About to start this minor talk. Get ready to go. Feel good watching UTEP. How do you feel? Man, I feel great, man. And that's not the Michelob Ultras talking now. Hey, by the way, shout out to University of Texas. How about this for a promotion that they have, AB? So the first, uh, I guess the gates open at 7. I got there about 7.15. And uh, they have basically half-priced beer until the national anthem from the gates are open. And uh, that's that you're was, kidding me. That, that's a great. So, yeah. So the Michelob Ultra, I was expecting to pay 14, but actually it was less because it was five dollars. So I will. I mean, I don't know. It's less than 50 percent seven. Right. Uh, <laughs> so five dollar beer, man, less than 50 percent off. So that was a great uh, just a great experience overall for me, man. I mean, um, I don't mean to get too deep here, but I mean, I've been a UTEP basketball fan for 34 years, man. And, um, you know, to see that type of performance uh, in that building. I felt for like 35 minutes, AB, UTEP spoiled the whole hype of that, man, because that building had zero energy. A very beautiful building, man, but uh, Joe Goldie, man, what what a masterful game plan he put together, man, to, to get that kind of disappointment on these 
the UT fans who were very quiet, like I said, for 35 minutes. Uh, impeccable game plan. Maybe not so offensively. I, I was looking at the 14 turnovers in the first half. But, I mean, man, you got to be encouraged just with the effort, uh, with the scheming that they did defensively. I mean, Texas was clearly the, the, the longer, more athletic, quicker team, which really affect UTEP on the offensive end. And I think in the second half, uh, you saw Joe Golden really kind of clamp down offensively and start drawing up plays himself and kind of instead of relying guys to go get shots, he manufactured buckets. And what that did is that opened up certain guys, um, you know, and, and so it, to me, there was just a lot. I got so many thoughts on it, Adrian, because to me, it's very impressive. In my opinion, Texas is a top 15 team, man, in the nation. I mean, this is a very, very good basketball team that UTEP really didn't get knocked out in. And that's what I was waiting for the whole time. You know, handicapping this game, what it was, a, it was opened at 21, went up to 23. My number had Texas at 30, man. And I watched a lot of Texas basketball. Last year. I, I watched a lot of Texas basketball and Texas basketball won me a lot of money. Um, so did UTEP unders. So to me, I, I thought this number was going to be crooked. UTEP really affected what Texas wanted to do offensively, in my opinion, from looking at it from right underneath the basket, you know, being able to see it. And, and, and I text this to you, A.B., when we're texting. The most impressive thing to me, man, and, and everybody's talked about this uh, with Joe Golding, about how emphatic he is on the sideline and how animated he is. You know what? Tonight, Joe Golding was calm. He didn't have to scream about rotations. This team was talking. They understood w what was going on. They understood their game plan. They understood how to rotate. They understood not to get burned. They picked passes. I mean, how you really didn't see it. I was counting it. It took 12 minutes into that first half for UT to finally get an easy bucket inside. That's game planning. That's this team believing it. And, yeah, it's, it's the first game of the season. I probably sound hype, but I was very, very impressed. Like I said, in my opinion, I thought Texas was going to just blow UT tip out of the water so i mean a, a great just a great effort by the miners and and you know like i tweeted earlier <laughs> joseph charles goldie man he could coach in some college ball adrian you know i was uh in this game I, I like you alex i was very impressed by this defense uh that the miners flexed and i thought last year's defense got to a really high peak and I thought this year, I mean, maybe this is a really quick overreaction, but I think this year's team could be a lot better than last year's defense. Like, I, and, and that might be weird to say, but I actually think it could be considerably better than last year's defense. And I, and I also think that when you look at this game, you also have to factor in the adversity that the Miners faced early on. I mean, losing yep. Jonathan Dos Anjos, like, that early into the mix like he he's in crutches and in the knee brace in the second half that's a huge blow to their team they they were relying on john to be that guy who was their sixth man in this game he was he was going to come off the bench and really help them in their scoring efforts calvin can't do it alone yet everybody around this squad stepped up in, in john's absence uh, and then you put, you know, not only that, but you put in the fact that UTEP was really, uh, I mean, gosh, look at the foul disparity. I kept getting texts yeah. left and right. I mean, from guys like Hunter, guys, you know, like Steve, just getting texts left and right from people wondering what's going on with the officials. And, I mean, the proof is right there in the foul disparity. 15 free throw attempts for UTEP compared to 29 for Texas. And I thought, you know, here's how I would look at it from an officiating standpoint. I thought both teams played equally aggressive. And I just thought the officials called it one way on, on, on one end. And that's unfortunate for UTEP that they just didn't get the calls going their way. But at the same point, you got to give UTEP a lot of credit for not folding. They could have been blown out in this game easily. And I, I just feel like UTEP never folded in this one.
Yeah, you, you you hit it right on the head, and I'm going to add to what you're talking about where UTEP's going to be good defensively because two minutes in, um, and and forgive me because I, I'm going to be real with you, Adrian. I've read a lot of your articles. I know who guys are, but I'm, you know, I, I've done play-by-play. I, I get to know guys' numbers by their numbers and their bodies, and I haven't seen this UTEP team at all. So I think it was 13, uh, number 13, the first two minutes gets his first foul automatically, um, you know, the golden goes to the bench. And here's the key thing. We didn't see Jamari Sibley, the most experienced player, come off the bench till I want to say, under the first 15-minute mark. The reason why UTEP's going to be good defensively is because they have the depth to be able to go to the bench to, to deal with the adversity, which to me was foul trouble early. And, yeah, you know, don't get me started on that. There was a lot of calls that UTEP didn't get. But I thought really Joe Golden coached around it. You didn't see guys get, uh, get uh, you know, get emotional. You didn't see Golding right in the officiating. He trusts his team defensively, man. That's a que- That's something that I really, as you know, how at the end of the game, I always like to ask my few questions. That's one thing that I would love to ask Joe Golding right now is how much do you trust your team defensively? Because in the first game of the season, they didn't bat an eye. And like I said, like I was telling you earlier, Golding defensively, we've all seen it. If we've been in the dawn and we see him jumping around and you know, cover this, hedge this. He was just sitting there with his arms closed. And that's when UTEP and early foul trouble were, like you said, Adrian, early in that game, it was 12 to four. It was 12 to four. And I told the buddy that I was with, man, Texas probably should be up like 26 to four at this point. You know what I mean? But, but UTEP's depth and they're playing so hard and they're playing so sound defensively. Nothing's leaking through. Texas still has to earn things on the defensive end. And that's where my excitement and encouraging is because those first 12 minutes, I mean, UTEP won those first 12 minutes, man. And, and that was key because of the adversity. So like you're saying, Adrian, you know, about the defense improving, to me it's the depth. But, yeah, Dos Anjos, man, he, he, I think it was a trip and a half up the floor when that happened, man. And my, I, it literally I was excited to see this kid and my gut fell down. Because you could just tell right away, you know, I don't know if they broke to commercial or what it is on TV, but looking there, I mean, you could tell something was serious. It was not oh. contact, man. I mean, I, that's and then at the end of the game, I don't know if they showed this on TV either, but he did come out and he was on crutches, so it's it's not a good uh, not a good situation there. But again, like you like you said, you to play through adversity, man. Hey, Alex, it's great to talk to you, man. It's great to, to hear from you. And uh, I hope you're doing well out there in Austin. Hope hope everything is good. And we got to get you on more of these minor talk uh, Twitter spaces after games. You you kill it on these. And especially if you're there. I mean, come on. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> That was a uh, that was real fun sitting on I thirty five traffic game fun right now. That's my life here in Austin. But nah, man, let me know. AB, you already know what it is. Nothing, nothing gets me excited like uh, UTEP basketball, man. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, that, that's I live and die by UTEP basketball, man. So it's, it's good to see that. And uh, hey, uh, the miners covered everybody. They covered. So hey, there we go. <laughs> good teams win. Great teams cover, my friend. Hey, my man, friend. AB. I hope everything's good with you, AB, man. Good <laughs> great, talk to you guys. great talking to you, Alex. Hey, appreciate. Appreciate it, man. Uh, as we as we continue here for for minor talk, uh, we will we'll invite anybody else on here who wants to join in and just talk about this game. Uh, UTEP. It was the first look, so I mean, I have no negative thoughts after this one. Zero. No. Ne- I mean, I was talking to Sal throughout the broadcast. We're we're just zero negative thoughts on this one. It's one of those where you just take the the good and the bad parts. Yeah, there there's some turnovers you know offense how are they going to have an identity um you know they're the obvious things there sure but as of right now this is a brand new team this is a team that hasn't played together at all i mean they, they played two exhibition games and they took texas tech to the wire lost by four points against that team and this is the same group who uh 
pretty much competed in a, in a dogfight against Tarleton State. So, you know, regardless of any of this right there, I'm just taking positives after this one. And uh, I'm looking at this one with a glass half full kind of approach, just based off what we saw today uh, in UTEP's first game. If anybody wants to chime in after this one, just request to speak. We'll put you on here with on minor talk. Um, unfortunately, not able to do our usual minor talk. This was it was a little bummer. Um, we uh we had to evacuate for those who weren't listening for, to us as as we started. We had to evacuate our building. We were, ha- were having our building sprayed and sanitized. And um, we, as a result of uh, our building being sprayed and sanitized, we had to evacuate. Like they told us, hey, 10 o'clock, you have to be out. And I was like, hey, we're going to start at like 10 o'clock. But now, I mean... Hey, we, we got to be safe. We got we to gotta do what we got to do. Uh, and had a couple people at work uh, a little sick, so no problem at all. But if anybody wants to chime in on UTEP after their loss to Texas today, all you have to do is just request to speak. Uh, we'll put you on here with Minor Talk, and we'll, we'll talk a little UTEP hoops after this one. Um, now, just to kind of uh, talk a little more specifics, um, MVP of this team is going to be Shamar Givens. He had eight points, six assists, uh, four rebounds. He had also a steal in this game. Played almost the entire game. He's He is going to be a guard who is just a, a versatile leader. And maybe today we didn't get to see the splash side of Shamar Givens, but we will see it. Um, played a lot slower today. Didn't get to really play in space, but that's a product of playing against a team like Texas. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be so much fun to watch in the future. Uh, One of my favorite guys to watch today was definitely Otis Frazier. And I I guess I kind of like what Alex was saying right there for a lot of minor fans who don't know these players. Probably should reel off the number, but that uh, Otis Frazier, he wears the number 23. Um, Look, this guy, he's raw. Like, you could tell he needs more basketball in him, just games played under his belt. But this guy's already stealing minutes away from Jamari, uh, uh, Jamari Sibley. How crazy is that? I mean, Jamari Sibley, we were talking about him being the, the most seasoned return vet coming back with this group, yet you you see what you uh, you, you look at what you see on the court, and Otis Frazier is taking those minutes but earning them. I mean, he, he had a really nice game. And you, you want to come at me with the foul disparity, I'm not even going to go there because um, – Look at just look at what we saw today. Thirty foul, uh, almost thirty foul attempts by Texas. UTEP shoots just fifteen free throws. I, I'm not going that route. So if you want to come at me with that, we're going to have a different conversation because I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it over to the officiating. So I think Otis Frazier can buckle down defensively as the season moves along. I think that he can grow as a as an outside sh- shooter because we saw a little bit of it today. He drives to the rim pretty nicely and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan. Otis Frazier is my my like X factor to watch. He's he is who I kind of like. I fixated on Christian Agnew about two years ago when he was first coming onto the scene for the Miners. Really liked him as kind of that X factor type of player. I feel like Otis Frazier is that kind of guy, different position, and uh, that's that's going to be big for the Miners moving forward. Um, want to welcome on co-host of Miner Talk here, Sal Montes, who's now joining us. Uh, we are free from the uh, the COVID sanitized building of uh, Town Square Media El Paso, and we are keeping things on here on Twitter Spaces. How fitting, right, man? How fitting that we have to we have to stay here on uh, Twitter Spaces. But uh, hey, like I was telling you off air, I think we have 
10, 10 uh, minor talks in total this month, the month of November. We have 10 different shows this month, so we will have yeah. plenty of chances to speak with our listeners. Yeah, and it's not like it was um, early in – somewhere in October, right, when they had the bye week. Well, there's a bye week for football this week, but uh, we still have the, the 915 game against the Aggies. So don't worry. Plenty of minor talk uh, to to get you, um, you know, in tune with the show. But, uh, yeah, we're excited. Another basketball season is here, Adrian. But uh, it's, it's that uh, November, right? November is basically like Black Friday for five months or, or for five weeks, rather. <laughs> Oh, you're you're exactly right. We're just and we're like never stopping this month. That's the crazy part about it. Like we're just kind of going one after another after another. But it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. This is one of our favorite months of them all. It's kind of when football blends, and you know, a lot of people are are kind of tired of football at, at this point, and they're kind of ready to move on to something else. But nonetheless, uh, this is gonna be a lot of fun doing this. The Minor Talk Twitter Space. We will hang on here as long as people uh, hang on with us. And uh, we'll, we'll go off to Kevin, who now wants to talk a little UTEP hoops with uh, me and Sal. Kevin, what's going on, man? Good to talk to you. What do you think of UTEP basketball and the first chance we got to see this? Team? Hey, Adrian, can you hear me? Yep, I hear you. Okay, there. hey, man, what's up? Uh, thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, man, yeah, like you said, and um, what you touched on earlier, man, there's nothing to be upset about this team, honestly. Like, I, I see... I see how good of a coach Golding really is, man, and it's awesome to have him under the helms. And the way he, the way I see him coach his teams and stuff, man, they're so disciplined on all ends. You know, this this is a team that listens to their coach. You know, and um, I, that's something like I just wanted to point out real quick, man. It was it was awesome to see that. You know, I mean, yeah, UTEP covered the spread. That's awesome too, man. I think I think we all won some money today, which is awesome. But um, but one thing I wanted to point out, man, I'm loving what I see from Zarek Onyema, man, that kid balled out today, man. Like, and honestly seeing him from year one to year two, I see the progression, man. And it's, it's awesome to see that kid just kind of grow into that starting role, man. I think he came off the bench today, right? He did come off the bench. Now, if you would have told me to start the game, and in fact, voice of the minors, John Teicher did tell me this, but if you would have told me before the game that Zarek Onyema and Jamari Sibley would be the two returning players that wouldn't start this game, I would have said, well, what? They're going to start Kevin Kalu? But that's the exact that they they went and it was it was an interesting decision by coach golding and i think it paid off gosh we got to see both centers really go mm-hmm. at it i don't really think there's like any competition necessarily between kalu and, and onyema i think you need to stagger minutes regardless like one night onyema might play extended minutes the next night it might be kalu playing extended minutes you need those both you know you need both of those guys to kind of play a balanced amount of minutes but very impressed with both guys. I think, yeah, I get it. You know, some people were texting me that the foul disparity was a little too heavy when it comes yeah. to those guys racking up quick fouls. But still, I loved what we saw from Zarek. I thought he played a, an outstanding game. Best game, best player, uh, I thought, tonight from the minors. Oh, heck yeah. Definitely my player of the game for sure. And, man, the officiating was god-awful, man. Just on all cylinders, you know. I, was, I wasn't I was watching the game, but I was hearing it, man. And I could, you know – when Tysher gets upset, man, that's when you know something's going on on the court. You know, there's something not right going on. But I think they got into foul trouble early, you know, and uh, a lot of calls just didn't go their way, man. But, man, I love what I see from that UTEP down low, man. I, I think it's going to be a, a dangerous duo, you know, moving forward. Um, you know, there's a lot of things they still got to kink out, man. But, hey, it's game one. There's a lot of games left in the season, man. But I am so excited for this team moving forward. Better or worse than last year, Kevin? Oh, better. They're going to win 25 games this year. Wow. Adrian, Mark you. 
Okay. All right, Kevin. It's a tough conference to say. It is, man. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Hey, we'll talk soon. Uh, let's let's uh, go off to Ronnie, who's joining us next here on the Twitter Spaces. Ronnie, you got a chance to watch UTEP basketball. They lose to Texas. Were you, did you leave impressed, or did you leave still with more questions about this team? Whoops, I think you're, you might be on mute. All you do is just unmute. There you go. Man, what? UTEP's guard play is horrible. It's atrocious. Wow. No way they win. They couldn't win 25 games with Sule Boom having his best career. You know, Keontae Kennedy having his best season of his career. There's no way they're winning 25 games this year, man. Like, they lost too much. Like, and I'll give you a perfect example. Watch how Tay Hardy's walking the ball up and getting a 10-second play uh, backcourt violation. Like Yeah, Shamar Gibbons, Shamar but you're, you're right, you're right. Yeah, And then he almost throws the turnover later, but Carr steps out of bounds on a steal. Like, UTEP doesn't have a guard that can turn a corner and make plays consistently and get into the paint. You know, one thing you saw last year with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jamal uh, Biennemi. Yeah, Biennemi. He just consistently uh-huh. turned the corner. He can got into the paint. He developed a jump shot in the second year. And so when teams would go heavy on Boom and try to do that. You couldn't really because you got you know a six and four point guard coming down making plays. Keontae Kennedy grew into himself, and I'm gonna tell you something, man. I don't know who UTEP would go to to spark a run or close out a game. I think they've got a bunch of eight nine point scores on their team, and I think you can win some games being scrappy, certainly, but. You're not going to beat the upper echelon of Conference USA, man, like that. You're just not going to. And to be honest with you, you know, they're probably a, a, a team that will average, if I had to guess, somewhere between 60, maybe 58, 60 points. And that's also going to be hard in today's basketball to just beat teams because we live in a world where kids are so much more skilled than they were 5, 10, 15 years ago um, that you have to have guys that can put the ball – in the hoop. I mean, their defense is great, and Golding's a, a great teacher of the game and scrapping it out, man, but they don't have a star. You know what I mean? They don't have a stud, you know? Um, and for the last two, three years, I think us minor fans have been spoiled because three years ago it was Bryson Williams, and then the last two years it's been Sule Boom. Um, and, 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 you know, when you lose that type of offensive playmaking and production, statistics show that your team goes backwards, not forward. And I'm not trying to bash the last guy that that, that spoke, but I'm just talking to the statistics here, man. Like you, you lost literally every starter and you only brought back 11% of your scoring and you replaced it with guys who for the most part all played on bad teams. I think the only guy to play on a winning team was the Solomon kid at Stephen F.A. Uh, and you saw that tonight, man. Like you just saw that uh, between Givens and uh, – uh, Hardy, they just they couldn't keep Hunter and God, they couldn't keep the ball at the paint. You know what I mean? They just could not keep guys in front of them. Um, and okay, well, well, Ronnie, can, let me let me tell you this. So if you're if you're telling me that UTEP doesn't have their knockdown score or they're they're just their guy when it's like crunch time, let's say they're going up against UAB sure. and it's Jelly Walker on the other side, sure. they, they're not going to go pound for pound. I, that's this team. You're right. They're not going to go pound for pound with a team like that. They're gonna their their identity is going to have to be shut down the team's best uh, best player and uh, beat them on defense. And I, I don't know how many wins that 
that gets you in Conference USA when you're going up against some really talented players like that. But I do like their guard play. Like, I like what they bring from Tay Hardy and Shamar Givens uh, for the future. I, and I, I think it's going to take until January for this team to really turn the corner on everything, whether it's offense to find an identity, whether it's defense to round out to its its truest form. I think it's – and look at what we saw last year. The team struggled early on in the first two years because uh, – the first two months because of how Joe Golding kind of runs his system. He really instills that defense first, and then he switches off to a little bit more uh, of, of being offensive-oriented. And that's kind of been his philosophy of, of building a team like that. Now, my biggest thing on all of this would be – I, I see where you're coming from with all this, but how much of that is actually Texas, you know, putting together their, you know, their best players on the floor, their best guards. You got Marcus Carr, who's played college basketball for five years. You've got, you know, these newcomers who are coming in left and right, uh, like Tyrese Hunter, the uh, former, you know, all freshman of the year last year in the Big 12. You got all these great players going up against the minors. It's tough to get into the into the paint and try to score if you're a guard. And yeah, you have to hold them to that standard that they have to score, you know, at, at some point. I just think it was a bad game from Shamar Givens. He, even he might even tell you that. And I don't and I don't think it was necessarily bad by um, an objective means I think it was just bad on his end like he he holds himself to a high standard and I think we're going to see Shamar given score within you know 15 20 points in certain games I don't know man UTEP didn't push the ball in transition and that scares me that scares me when guys are walking, they played slower walking, walking pace up today, and trying for to sure. play in half court that's a no-no for me that tells me a Golding doesn't trust guys decision makings or b Guards aren't confident they can beat and get by guys. Once you get to January, man, everybody knows every play you got. And at that point, players got to make plays. You don't, like Rick Majerus told me, I don't need more plays. I need more players with skill to play and make plays. And that's what you got to have in January. And I'm just saying, man, I think their guard play is below average from a skill standpoint compared to what the league has to offer, but also in terms of what college basketball is offering. Let's not forget, man, Sam Houston goes on the road, beats Oklahoma tonight. You know what I mean? Like, like two yep. teams are doing things that are either associated with Conference USA or at Conference USA's, you know, level. Xavier Pinson gets cleared, you know, right before, right, the season's about to take off for the Aggies. So that gives them a whole different, you know, look and a bit of sigh of relief. And so I just, I just, I, I'm going to stand by it. Uh, I know that I'll get bashed just like I did when I did with football after the North Texas game, but whatever. You know, I do not like their guard play, man. I, I don't like it. I just don't think it's skilled enough or special or dynamic in one area or phase enough that it will just automatically be that much better come January. Will the team be better? Will the kids be better? Absolutely. But I don't know if it's going to take the jump and the spike that you need to all of a sudden see it go on a five, six-game win streak where you're beating in those five or six games, you know, the top three teams in your – like, you know what I mean? Like, when you got to have that series. Well, well let me ask on. you this real real quick, Ronnie. Let me ask you this. You, what do you think happens against New Mexico State? I get it. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. You have, you have some really interesting points on all of this. I, I would still push back that it's way too early to make these assumptions. But, hey, you're, you're planting the flag early on, and I, I respect that. I respect that about you. But let me ask you this. What do you think happens this Saturday against New Mexico State? You brought up Xavier Pinson. He'll be eligible this week for the Aggies. What do you think happens? <laughs> Give me the Aggies money line, baby. Aggies going to win that game. Oof. All right. All right. I, I hear you. It's going to be an interesting one. It's at, it's at UTEP. They've got a, 
they got to snap this losing streak against the Aggies that they have. I understand. I understand where it is, and I understand how good <laughs> UTEP's defense is. But you know, Greg Harris, no, he's no, you know, he's no rookie to this man. He's out of the he's out of the Jans mold and out of the uh, Greg Marshall mold, if you will, too. Right? He was at Wichita State with Marshall back in the day, so he, he knows what he's doing. Man, uh, Ronnie, you're getting some hate right now. That's that okay. Team. I always, really, I, really? always get that hate. I told you guys last year <laughs> in March this would be the letdown season because Golding overperformed last year. I'm going to stand on that. The same thing happened to Michigan State. Okay. With Tucker in football. It happens. It's sports. Over under 14 wins. <laughs> Come on, you got to give me the half there, man. You got to give me the hook at least. All right, all right, 14 and a half. Yeah, 14 and a half. Uh, Wait, uh, over under. I'll put them right at. I'll put them right at 14. I'll put them right at 14. All right, good stuff, man. Hey, appreciate it, Ronnie. You take care. You have a good night, man. You too. All right, uh, we're continuing here on Minor Talk. This is the Twitter Space Edition. We are here because, uh, unfortunately, we got we got removed from our uh, Lube and Go studios. And uh, we had a little bit of a, a scare over the past week, but nothing wrong. We're good. Sal's good. I'm good. UTEP Zay's good. Chema's good. Steve's good. We're all good. So we're 600 ESPN El Paso isn't affected, thank goodness. Jason's good. We're all good. So um, our, our crew's good. Sal, any thoughts on what Ronnie said? Is he too – is this too early to make these takes, or does he have uh, – what, what points did you like? Uh, I think uh, with Ronnie, the, the expectations that he has, he's, he's realistic, right? Um, so even though um, he's saying, hey, he doesn't trust the guards, and then you're saying, hey, it might be too early, um, Ronnie's holding these expectations, um, you know, high for the minors because he's right. When you go up against UAB – North Texas, you know, the, the top tier teams of Conference USA, you can't be making those silly mistakes. So that could be what kind of enters them, assuming, right, they, they play every other game the rest of the season um, in a flash of today's game. But I think um, I think the guards will pick it up, you know, near, you know, January, February, when those games are going to be, uh, that margin for error is a lot slimmer. The good thing, though, is that we know the defense can hang. And I always think if you have a good defense, you have a shot to win the game at some point. It's just a matter of what you do at that point in time. Uh, but when it comes to the defense, man, I, I really think they're going to keep them in some games. And if they can win those dogfights, that's going to be good for the minors. So it's not like they're going to be a completely terrible team. It's just can they make that step offensively to, um, to really take them to new heights? Because if they have a chance with a good defense, but their offense is holding them back, what's going to happen when the offense becomes respectable, right? So I, I think over under – I'll go over. Um, I, I think uh, uh, if I had to say number of wins, uh, somewhere within the 19 to 21 range, I, I think that's a bit more realistic. But either way, though, the guard play was a bit concerning tonight. Although it was Texas, um, you know, there's some really, really good conference USA teams as well. Oh, and they play the Aggies potentially three times too. So there you can go. They, yeah, can they look good? against those teams. I, I don't care what they do against UTSA, um, you know, Florida, Atlantic, whatever the case is. It's it's the UABs, the Western Kentuckys, uh, you know, the, the top-tier teams in conference. I want to see the offense perform against those teams. Yeah, really good point, Sal. I, I think that you bring up some really good thoughts because, uh, yeah, go for it. And also, too, another thing I want to bring up, um, a positive this year that they didn't really have last year is the, the bigs, man, the rebounding. So with Hardy getting as many reboundings as he did, uh, you know, from the guard spot, that lets me know that everybody's hunting for the ball and, you know, there's going to be a lot better, um, 
of, of a fast break offense. Uh, I want to see the transition game be a bit more clear and uh, fluid this season. And I think it will be because they're going to have more chances to push it, especially if they're out rebounding whoever it is they're playing. This is game one. I mean, this is also just game one, you know, like the, their offense is going to round into form at some point. And I, I don't really care about the offense. I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the side that their defense is going to keep them in every game. It's just that I could see it already. I saw it last year at glimpses and even at times they'd kind of waver, but this year way more, way more than usual. It's just yeah. it's totally, totally evident right. right there. And you know what too, agent, I think they can, they can be in the conference tournament and play spoiler for a lot of the top two teams if they're starting to shape up because if their defense is there, man, there's going to be a chance for a large portion of that schedule. Let's just see if they have the pieces of the puzzle to, to close it out. Yeah, that's a good point, Sal. That's a good point. Let's keep it going. Let's uh, let's bring on Hunter, who's joining us next here on Minor Talk. I usually say our phone number, so I don't even know what Q to say right now. Hunter, what's going on, man? How are you? Pretty good, man. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. Are you okay with this format, Hunter? I, think, nah, I like, hate it, dude. Hate yeah, it. I'm sorry. I know. Hey, we will never get kicked out because of a COVID sanitation again this season. I promise you. Dude, man, I'm not. You guys are making me. You're, come, you're making us come into your all's world, man, with all these apps. And <laughs> all, I'm too old for this stuff, man. All right, Hunter, give it, give it to me. Give me the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what's funny though is you said you know this time of year that you know people kind of get tired of football and they're ready for basketball. We're not tired of football, man. We're tired of UTEP football. You know, it's it's not football in general. It's disappointment every year, and this is the only thing we have left to be optimistic about. Oh, my gosh. That made me almost spit out my water. I muted myself. I almost spit out my water there. <laughs> so as UTEP fans, you know, this is – this is uh, it's kind of – we've come to the realization that football is what it is. Uh, Dimmel can't coach his way out of, a, out of much. And uh, now basketball is the only thing we got to look forward to this year. But uh, – I, you know, I, Ronnie's a good caller and, uh, the guy knows basketball. There's no doubt. I don't, I don't think he's a, uh, native El Pasoan, man. I think he, he's got a little more basketball acumen than the average person. Uh, he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Yeah. He, he made some valid points, but then also some of his points, uh, I mean, it's obvious, you know, he was saying he was a bit disappointed that the guards didn't get out in transition. That was by design. You think UTEP wants to get into a shootout with a with a team full of five star recruits? I'd get run out of the gym. That's by design. Their only way they had a chance to stay in the game was keeping it in the fifties, and they almost did that. I mean, if Texas wouldn't have shot twenty nine free throws, I think they do stay in the fifties because. And I hate to make excuses with officiating, but anytime you take away the aggressiveness of one team's defense and you allow the other to be aggressive, that has a huge impact in the game. Like, And, and we, we don't even know how big of an impact on the final score that has, but there's no doubt it has a big impact. So it was by design. They didn't want to get out and run. That's You're, you're not going to beat UT at their game. That's the type of pace that UT wants to play. So I look at it as a positive, and UT is probably going to average close to 80 points a game this year. And UTEP, it'll show at the end of the season, was able to hold them under that average. That was the goal. Slow it down. Take good shots. Take long possessions. Make them work on defense. So they executed their game plan. I think uh, come NMSU on Saturday, you're going to see a different different uh, strategy. I think they're you know they're more in the same league. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, the guard plays not at the same level as it was last year, but it's not about individual talent. It's about the team. And I think we can see that this team is, is a better overall team. They play better team defense. They rebound better. They have a toughness to them that I think was lacking last year. So Conference USA is not an elite. Real, real, real quick, Hunter, real quick right there. I just want to touch on – stay on stay on, and, and remember the point you're about to bring up, but I just want to bring up something. When I talked to Joe Golding in the offseason, he used the word entitlement from last year's team, and I think you'd appreciate that word, the, the use of entitlement, that maybe it wasn't necessarily players thinking that they were entitled to what they had last year, but he was saying that this year's team is so selfless uh, not necessarily, you know, saying that last year's guys were bad by any means. Just saying, hey, they, they didn't have anybody looking over their shoulder. I mean, Sule Boom was going to be the, the guard. Jamal Biennemi, no one's going to be the backup point guard to him. This year, you got Otis Frazier competing against Jamari Sibley. And there's no, everybody has an open competition at every position. There's no guaranteed spots. I mean, Kevin Callu started today, for crying out loud. Well, how, how do you game plan against a team like this? You know, and I think that's the whole point is last year you could game plan against uh, against um, Sule Boom. You game plan against a guy like Keontae. And then if you're able to take one of them out, hey, it's going to be tough. But if you got a whole team full of balanced scores and you don't know who's going to lead this this next game, that's a tough team to game plan against. And you also don't know what kind of style UTEP's going to play. He intentionally slowed it down more than he even would like today to keep them in the game. They could go out Saturday and score 85 points because they could be running up and down and, hey, maybe we see a fun-filled game. We don't know that yet. They don't know that yet. I don't think they're, they've discovered their identity. But the, the pieces are there. It doesn't look like it. it it's, Conference USA is not the Big 12 or the ACC or any of those. Two. It's not an unbeatable conference. We have decent players in this conference. There's decent teams. There's decent coaching. So they're going to be right in the mix. They're going to win their 18, 19 games, and they're going to give themselves a shot in the uh, in the conference tournament. Uh, Golding knows what he's looking for. He knows what he wanted in players, and that's what he got on this team. Doesn't look like what we've had lately, but what we've had lately also hadn't done anything in the conference. Also hasn't done anything in the conference tournament. So I'm optimistic with a different look, a different style of play, uh, what this season could bring. So I look forward to it, and I uh, look forward to your off coverage, too, moving forward. All right. Hey, appreciate it, Hunter. We look forward to hearing your your calls after uh, every show. Actual calls, all right? No, none of this. None of this Twitter space. So good stuff, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. We're going to continue here, Minor Talk. Let's keep it moving. Let's take some more people who want to chime in on this one. UTEP loses to Texas, 72-57. Uh, let's, let's hear your thoughts. Just request to speak here with us here on Minor Talk. And uh, we'll, we'll put you on. Up next, UTEP Mineto wants to talk a little UTEP hoops. UTEP Mineto, what's going on? How are you? How you doing, gentlemen? Um, no, I'm doing great. Um, just want to touch on some points that I heard earlier. I just want to let you know I, I don't say much about what's going on with UTEP basketball. But number one, if everyone saw the difference, these guys have hit the weight room. Uh, one of the things that they are playing as a team. Um, and and they're, they're, they're like more bonded. They have a bond. And they're playing very hard. So you're going to see more of that. You're also going to see, you know, them turning that defense into an offense. But their priority this year will be locking down the defense. And with 11 new players, one returning, um, you know, I would say mid mid-season is when you'll start seeing, you know, them going to the, to the basket a lot more, going inside a lot more. 
But for now, you'll see the, the first half of the season, you'll see this team uh, locking down their defense and stopping teams. So I, just kind of things that I've seen, I've gotten to witness. So just want to let all of you know is that you guys are you guys are in for a big big surprise once you know this team cont- continues to to do well and gel each game you'll see a lot of improvement okay hey good stuff you tell Mineta. you have a great night you too man. brother it's great to hear thank from you. you appreciate it all right uh you tell Mineta joining us next we got to burn through some people who want to chime in uh hey hey i really appreciate everybody's support on this uh we're making it work we're making this work after all and things are things are working out. So I appreciate people making the transition with us here into the Twitter spaces. Uh, Nine one five Sun City, you're on deck. Robert, you're joining us next, my man. How are you? It's great to hear from you. All good in yourselves. Good in yourselves. Doing well, man. Doing well. What do you think of tonight's game? I just think when it comes to the boom and the enemy all that last year. I mean, you heard Golding talk about it in his interviews. He always said last year I knew coming off the bus I had thirty five points in the bag. But I think this year he recruited to his liking, where it was much more balance and volume. You look at his Abilene Christian team that beat this Texas team. They didn't have that guy, those guys that needed to go up there and put up 19 and 20. They just had guys that just went up, put their nice little 9 to 10, different guys that they relied on. I mean, they don't. this, this team doesn't need Shamar Givens and Tay Hardy to put up 20 a game. Because they got guys like Frazier and Solomon who are aggressive in their own rights and they can go up, put up nine to ten, you know. So imagine that you got four guys, nice little ten to twelve. That's that's nice volume scoring right there. And I didn't even mention their bigs that they have. I mean, they're just this this group I can say they're a lot more aggressive. And defensively, I mean I don't even have to talk about that because they played really solid. But when it comes to that point of the B enemy and Sula, I don't think they don't need that from the guards. They just need them to manage the game and score those 10 to 12 with a nice little three to four assists and play strong on the defensive end. Cause they're going to get, cause I mean this year they I would say they have a stronger output from the forward aspect than they did last year. And I think that's why, that's why they needed the enemy. No doubt. I agree. They needed the enemy and they needed Kennedy and they needed boom to go put up the 15 to 20 a game because they didn't have anyone else to do that. And this year they got guys who can just put up 10 to 12 in battle. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, I think it was the Chris Jans team, like right before the pandemic, they could go like 11, 12 guys deep. And, you know, they had some talent, no doubt. They had some really, really good talent on that roster, but the talent wasn't like overwhelming to where you were like, oh my gosh, it's hard to find time for some of these guys. Like, I feel like this team has a lot of interchangeable parts. Like you've got, uh, before his injury, you had Jonathan Dos Anjos, and uh, Calvin Solomon, who could be interchanged. You had Kevin Kalu and Zarek Onyema. Those guys can sub in for each other. Uh, Malik Zachary, um, you know, Tay Hardy and Shamar Givens. You can play two out of those three all the time and, and kind of stagger those guards. Although I think Zachary definitely needs some more polishing. Um, some of those other guys are, you know, pretty impressive. But, uh, yeah, I think, you, I think you bring up some good points, Robert. I also really like the for, front court play. I think it's a lot better than last year. And that's what they needed, right? They, they absolutely needed their front court to uh, move a lot, a lot far, further along than, uh, you know, than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at the recruiting aspect, like you can see the complete change in the mindset in between Terry and Golding. Terry recruited the talent and the big names. Golding, all he needs is dudes that are willing just to go bust, you know, give it their all and you can see that they're not dudes there they weren't the flashy names but they were the dudes with the chips on their shoulders like he said he got 
And I think those are the guys he likes, and it showed. I mean, they took this Texas team all the way down to the last final minutes, and no one expected that. But, I mean, yeah, it's first game. I don't want to overreact, but I like what I saw today. Okay, good stuff, Robert. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you joining us here on on Minor Talking on Twitter Spaces uh, and making the making the transition over here with us on social media for that. So appreciate you, man. Good to hear from you, Robert. Hope everything is good. Uh, let's keep things moving. Nine one five Sun City. He wants to join in. Wants to talk a little UTEP hoops really quick right before nine one five Sun City. Sal, any thoughts on on what we just heard? Uh, what we just heard from our two previous callers, both uh, Robert and UTEP Minetto. Uh, yeah, I think there's some good points. Um, what I love the most is that after one game, there's so many different takeaways from everybody, right? Like everybody has a different takeaway from tonight's game. And when you really break it down, you know, everybody's right in a sense. So to, to look forward to more things that this minor team can do is going to be exciting because it's going to be a brand new team. I, I mean, a lot of the guys who shine, basically the majority of them, they're not on the team anymore. So this, I don't want to say it's a brand new team identity-wise because I think that core is going to be defense still. But, um, you know, guys are going to have to step up and make some plays. And, and maybe guys who were on the bench last year, you know, they can see themselves as veterans on this team now coming in and, and you know, everything is open, like, like shops open, right? Everybody uh, can kind of plan and establish themselves as a leader. I think it's going to be givens when it's all said and done, but – Onyema is going to be exciting to see. Solomon's going to be exciting to see. Um, you know, Kalu. Oh, man, I'm super excited to see what he can do. And then for the newcomers, uh, we'll see what they can do as well. But just kind of getting everybody's takeaways. I love it because we don't know what we're going to see against New Mexico State. So um, I, I can't I can't remember who it was, if it was Hunter or Kevin, who said that he's right. We listened to Ronnie earlier today. He's right. Um, you know, you just heard from Minero mentioning that guys have gotten a bit bigger. I'm excited, man. So what do we make of this game one? I don't know, but there's a lot to look forward to this year. You know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like un, unwrapping a present at Christmas and it truly being a surprise, right? Because this was a real surprise. I had no it no clue what to make of this team, no clue what the starting lineup would be. I had to reference my roster multiple times just to make sure I could put a, a face to the to the body and stuff like that. Just to one point really quick that uh and I'm sorry, 915 Sun City, I know you've been waiting, but one point to Robert real quickly. I don't know if you can easily just shrug off Jamal Bienemy and Sulay Boom. I think those guys, the scoring can never be taken for granted. And that, that was something you felt right away when Bryson Williams left the team and they had to find their own identity, uh, life without Bryson Williams, when they were so one-dimensional with him scoring. Like, you can't take for granted those guys who can get you buckets, 17 points, 20 points a night. That stuff is so hard to replicate in this in this uh, era of college basketball. So, you know, going back to Ronnie's point way back then, I guess that's something that he could bring up on his end. If, if you're going to argue that the guard play isn't far along, or even if this team can't be far along offensively, that could be one of those points you make that they might not have that that. Sule Boom or Jamal Bienemy, and they're going to have to prove they can win by a score by committee approach, at least early on. So, 915 Sun City, man, what's going on? It's great to hear from you. Hey, what's going on, guys? Adam, how you doing, man? How's it going? It's going great. How about yourself, man? What'd you think? Look, uh, found a team that looks like they have an identity. It looks like um, they know what they're doing. Is it pretty? No, but Man, I appreciate the fight. I appreciate the grit. I appreciate the rebounding. 
Um, was it Shamar Givens that's number five, Adrian? Man, you're getting me on numbers. Let me pull up my box Sorry. score. I thought it was Sorry. right next no, to No, I, I, I just remember number five. I, I was just impressed with him. Yeah, that's Shamar. That's Shamar. That, that bringing the ball up the court. You know, he didn't, I mean, other than the 10 second, like he didn't get, you know, he didn't get caught in the backcourt. He didn't get trapped. Um, they tried to trap him a few times. He was able to break the press, even without any help from other, any Utah, uh, any Utah players. So um, I think that was real nice. Like he handled the ball real nice. Um, I think, I think we have a lot to look forward to. Um, it's, it's an MSU week where we already have our eyes on that. I already see an, an NMSU Aggie listening into our uh, our minor talk, so that's shout out fun. Eric, good guy. Shout out yeah, Eric. <laughs> so it's it, it's Aggie week. Um, I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere on Saturday. I want I want ten plus in there. I mean, I, I don't see why we shouldn't get ten plus in there. I, I don't see why we shouldn't have a sellout. I mean, nine dollars and fifteen cents for tickets. What else are you going to do on a Saturday night? Come on, man. This is basketball. We're not watching football anymore. Like Hunter was saying, you don't have to worry about watching UTEP football. You, all you have to do is worry about watching UTEP basketball. And uh, Joe Golding, I mean, with a with a big mic drop at the end saying that this program needs to beat NMSU. I mean, he hasn't beat NMSU, obviously, since he got here. So that's something that he wants to get, uh, I think, kind of off his back. And uh, I think that's kind of the kitchen sink game early on, right? If you're going to beat New Mexico State, beat them early while they're still trying to get adjusted to things, while they're, while everybody's just trying to feel themselves out early on into the season. Beat them early. I know both teams already have their some film out on them, but uh, this is the time to get up on the, the rivals and try to instill yourself in this new era. Isn't it kind of cool? Also, we got a new iteration of this rivalry, Joe Golding versus Greg Heyer. we got a new kind of era of this, so that'll be fun in itself. Can, can, can I give you my key to victory on Saturday? Sure, go for it. Key to victory on Saturday. We may struggle with some some uh, shooting or producing some threes. Um, what we need to do is we need to be very aggressive from the very beginning. We need to get them in foul trouble. We need we need to drive to the basket. We need to get fouled. We need to be at the we need to live at the free throw line. And if we live at the free throw line, and then we add that in addition to our rebounding and our defense of what we did tonight, I think we're going to be in good shape. Keep it low scoring, man. Keep it low scoring. If you're UTEP, you want this game in the fifties. You want this game low scoring. So good stuff, man. Good stuff, Adam. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, chiming in here, and thanks for joining us here on this end. I know that we've been uh, we've been transitioning over here on on Twitter Spaces, so we'll keep it moving. If anybody wants to talk a little UTEP hoops, all you have to do is just request to speak. All, it's the it's the mic that pops up here on your screen. Re- request to speak, and you can give your take on uh, UTEP basketball's opener against Texas. We'd love to hear from you. UTEP Zay joining us next, our fall intern. Uh, Zay, you got a chance to watch the UTEP women's basketball play today. Before we get your thoughts on the men's, uh, give me your thought on the thoughts on the women's basketball team. Kevin Baker, another team, an, um, another group. Um, it's going to be an interesting year for UTEP women's basketball. How'd it go? Man, if if you guys don't like UTEP, like men's basketball, the way that maybe some people might be boring, they're grinding out games, Got to go watch that women's team. They are a fun team. They press, first turnovers. They they shoot threes. They're a fun team to watch. Better, worse than last year. Better. They they're grittier, but they're just it's it. I don't know. It's a different feel around this team, and I, I really like it. I really like strengths this and weaknesses. Real quick. Um, they have uh, the three. You know, shooting is going to be a weakness again. 
Um, you know, teams if they if they figure out how to beat that press, it it does lead to a few open layups. I think if anything, that's the their biggest weakness: uh, shooting and trying to get back on defense. Okay, okay, all right. Now, give me your thoughts. You you watched and followed from afar on UTEP men's basketball. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I don't want to base too much off you know his first game and you know you're playing against Texas, but. Yeah, you do kind of worry who's going to be that score, you know, who's going to close out games. You need a bucket. Who are you going to go to? I still really don't know. I'd say maybe Shamar Givens, but you really don't know. Um, shooting, I thought was going to be a, a way bigger issue, but, you know, they knocked down some threes, and I was I was kind of surprised with that. I like Calvin Solomon. He was pretty aggressive, maybe too aggressive at times, you know, trying to bring the ball up, turning the ball over a few. But I really like the way that they played, and you just worry about, you know, who's going to close out the games. I think that closing out the games defensively, there are so – you could pick probably like seven or eight guys even off the first game who can who could fly out there in the mix, who can – you know, I could see playing down the line in crunch time minutes. But who's going to hit that big shot? Who's going to be the jelly walker? Who's going to be that kind of guy who's just not afraid? Like, look, last year's season – came down to who could make the final shot against Middle Tennessee for UTEP. It came down to that, and UTEP couldn't hit the shot. UTEP had one of the leading scores in all-conference USA last year, and they couldn't hit uh, a game-tying, game-winning shot to go and beat Middle Tennessee, advance to the semifinals of the Conference USA cha- uh, tournament, and move forward. And that's that next step that UTEP needs to take. And whether it's Shamar Gibbons, Calvin Solomon, Jonathan Jonathan Dos Anjos, I don't I don't care who it is. I, it could be any of anybody right there, but it's got to be somebody that guy who has that it factor to them. Um, you know, to kind of close out games. And I, I think we, we don't have, we can speculate all we want about all these players, but until we see this team win a game and do something like that, then we can make those th- those assumptions. I mean, Sule Boone closed out games, or he single-handedly won games sometimes, it felt like. And uh, Keontae Kennedy had his big games. Jamal Biennemi, his big games. So, so now it's about UTEP fans realizing Hey, it's kind of a it's a long season, and there are going to be games where Calvin Solomon scores twenty and has ten rebounds, or Shamar Givens has fifteen points. But getting to that next level is is where UTEP is uh, ultimately trying to get to, and that's getting that knockdown score in crunch time minutes. Who can uh, win you a game? So good points there, Zay. I appreciate it, man. Uh, any thoughts on on Saturday against New Mexico State before I let you go? Um. Yeah. There's not much that. You know, I know about the Aggies. You know, DeSandre Washington is someone that Joe Golden wanted, his staff wanted. Good he's point. Gonna, who's going to guard him? He's a big wing. He's a big He's a big wing. He can play, you know, who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop Xavier Pinson? So, a lot of questions, but, you know, I want to see it, the Don Rockin. I want to beat the Aggies. All right. All right. Good stuff, UTEP Zay. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. You. you take care. Um, good stuff by UTEP Zay. Let's keep it moving. Let's bring on a family member from the Onyema family. It's Kenny who's joining us here next. Kenny, welcome on to Minor Talk for the first time, I believe. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Kenny, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We got a chance to watch your brother. He was uh, he was chefing it up against Texas, his former coach, Rodney Terry, the guy who brought him to UTEP. What did you think of this game? I, I, I really felt that he, he played well. Um the team overall, they did well defensively. Um, I feel that one issue they had was just playmaking. Um, 
you know, just trying to find the right guys, uh, the right shots. Cause I know there was a lot of four shots that I was seeing, but overall the defense was the identity for the team. So it was just good to see. I'm not surprised to see the four shots at times. I think, gosh, you're in enemy territory. You're, you're watching as Texas is opening up their brand new arena. And this is, uh, you know, everything is so exciting for those fans. It's just a, a real hostile environment. And I think it's tough for some of those. I think they might get a little tight. You know what I'm saying? Like when the, when the mm-hmm. lights are the brightest, it's the first game out there. You might force some of those shots. But I think they'll, they'll kind of clean those up when you see them uh, – you know, play here in late December, early January. And that's when it really counts, right? That's the Conference USA stretch of things. But, all right, tell me tell me what you liked about the front court specifically since your brother plays with uh, with all the forwards. You see guys like Calvin, guys like John, guys like, uh, you know, of course, Kevin. What, what do you, What's your uh, impression on the front court so far? Yeah, I feel they were aggressive. Um, the boards, they were boxing out, getting guys uh, open on the screens. Um I noticed a lot with the pick and rolls. I wish they utilized it a bit more um, because they were they were really aggressive in terms of trying to get to the basket. Uh, their their defense down low was really good. I know there was some some uh, backdoor cuts that were going on, um, but overall it was just it was good defense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you, man. What do you think for Saturday, New Mexico State? Uh, I feel, I hope they, they keep that same intensity on defense. And I know, I'm not sure what the issue is with, uh, McKinney, but, uh, I hope that he's over there and he he's playing against his former team and that he can ball out that game. All right. Hey, good stuff, Kenny. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for joining us here. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. All right, you take care. You have a good one. Uh, that's Kenny Onyema joining us here as we continue on Minor Talk. Um, yeah, just to touch on his last point about Mario McKinney, that's a really good point that he brought up. You know, UTEP head coach Joe Golding talked about Mario McKinney saying that he expects him back by the time they tip off against New Mexico State. Now, the interesting part about this is he's been away from the, the team for a while, and I hadn't seen him at practice. I didn't see him last week. I didn't see him, you know, the week before. But prior to that, he was yeah, he's a center. Trick. He's all over the place. Mario McKinney, I have no uh, you know, worries if him if he's like leaving the team or transferring away. Now I'm not gonna speculate with any of that because uh from everything I've been told, he's still with the team. Uh Joe Golding saying a really good quote today about Mario McKinney. Quote, we believe in taking care of our players. He needed time and space, and he's still around, and I've loved how Mario's progressed. Um, talking about Mario McKinney potentially rejoining the team as early as uh, uh you know this week to get ready for New Mexico State, his former team. So uh, should be really interesting when he joins the the squad and just kind of seeing the guard depth that they have. But speaking of depth, and, you know, we talked about this uh, earlier, but Jonathan Dos Santos out for, uh, I mean, at least for this game, he, he lost it. Uh, he was out against Texas, I'm, I'm saying, uh, was seen in crutches toward the end of it. Coach Joe Golding, talking about the Dos Anjos injury, said that they're going to get back to it tomorrow. Docs are going to look at it. He's in crutches, so it's obviously not great. Uh, hopefully it's just a sprain. That's what Golding said, but they're going to get an MRI tomorrow to try to confirm what, what they saw. But um, awkward. Uh, Alex described it earlier when he joined us here on the Minor Talk Twitter spaces. Um, but, yeah, just an awkward fall from him. I just hope the best for, for John. Uh, if anybody else here wants to chime in, UTEP loses 72-57 to Texas. We could take any final thoughts, final uh, you know questions, 
thoughts about and first impressions about this team. All you do request to speak, we'll put you on. I promise you, if you don't want to talk too much, you can just give us your, your quick thoughts and we can move on from there. Uh, I'll read some tweets. Um, we'll get that going uh, as well. I did not read any, any tweets whatsoever so far, but we'll do that right now. So, uh, and Joe Chacon, he's just fired up. He's so pissed off that I have not read a single one of his tweets that he is, uh, he's trying to blow up my phone. I'm sorry, Joe. I've been uh, too busy trying to mute people and put people on here with us. Um, series of tweets from Joe. Casey Onyema, I'm lucky. I'm loving what I'm seeing from this game from your boy. He's going to have a solid year. Uh, and then he said, did you like my tweet? I'm liking what I'm seeing from the game and your boy. Joe Chacon just with a double tweet. He wants to make sure... Our, our good pal Kingsley Onyema knows that Joe Chacon loves what uh, Zarek Onyema did today in the, in the game against Texas. So uh, there you go. Big shout out to the Onyema family and Kingsley, who uh, Joe Chacon just tagged in that tweet. I, I don't know what's going on there, but it's hilarious. Uh, King Eric tweets the show. Well, first game in the books. We didn't really expect much. Although some positives came out of this, I think Calvin Solomon can develop into someone that brings energy night in and night out. Going to be an interesting season for sure. That's a brand new new group right here, Eric. Uh, It is going to be a very interesting year. Uh, Carlos Martinez tweets the show. One point to their 16 points on fast breaks. UTEP plays slow down basketball, but like a comment was made on the Longhorn Network, if an opportunity comes up before setting a play, execute. Hardaway, Rivera, and many others played that way. Great offensive rebounds and second attempt points, minors. Interesting points there. I think that's also what um, you know Ronnie talked about earlier as well, about kind of the, the pace of play. And I think even um, Hunter talked a little bit about that. He mentioned a little bit about why they were playing at that pace. Um you know, uh, let, let's keep it moving on Twitter. This one, um, this is UTEP Mineto. The calls against the Miners took the wind out of our team. It's hard to compete, let alone win, when you've got three blind mice calling in favor of the cows of Texas. Let's uh, bring on one of our reoccurring guests here on Miner Talk. Uh, I think this might be the first time on the Miner Talk Twitter spaces, but maybe once before. Kingsley Onyema. What's going on, Mr. Onyema? How you doing? Now we, we get... We get uh, Kenny Onyema, and now we get Kingsley. This is awesome. And we get Joe Chacon asking for your uh, – if you saw his tweet because he wants to tell you how much he loves your son. A big night for the Onyema family. Hey, Adrian. How's it going? It's great to hear from you. Welcome Thank to you. another season. Thank you. Hey, yeah, we're back at it again. So, um, well, unfortunately, I, did not, I wasn't able to watch the game. I was at work. I was, um, you know, hey – you know, mil- military service. I wish I could have that opportunity to watch it out in my office, but I wasn't able to. But I'm, I'm going to watch it now that I'm back. I just got back home. So tell uh, Joe, I saw his tweet. I, I actually pressed like while I was driving. So I'm going <laughs> to retweet it when I, when I, when I finish dinner. And um, listen, I've, I've been, a lot of people have been calling me and texting me about how Zarek did and the team. But I mean, I'm all, I'm, for me, it's overall concept of the team. You know, you can, one person can win the game. It's all team effort. So, and um, what I told Zarek is get out there, give it all your best every time. Put in the work at the gym days in, days out. Don't wait 
for to be told to work out. So um, he knows my workout, my work ethic when it comes to the gym. I'm one of those gym rats and all whatnot. So if, if there's anything like that. So he kind of knows that um, I call him every day to make sure he went. He's at, he, he, at, he, he worked out and he did some brought some shots you know did some shots uh, uh some shots up over there at the gym and then uh, that he actually and he sent me videos of his workout that's how that's how intense it is so he did something um not i wasn't surprised to be honest with you i believe he's gonna the team is gonna go far this year this is just the beginning yeah let's give the kudos to uh, texas they were they had the, they were opening up their new new uh arena great job yeah um but uh I think, in the grand scheme of things, if they if they if they played well offensively, I think they would have actually took uh, home a win. But let's see what the. I just won that battle of the of the I ten. We gotta win that game next weekend. I don't care how they do it, but I want. I just want to win. Period. But overall, I appreciate your you know reaching out. I'm gonna retweet every tweet that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> in just in case if Joe is listening, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna read. Oh, he is listening. I'm, he's ready. He's yeah. he is. He's asked you three times. So, Joe, please. I'm I'm still in my uniform. I have. To, I'm gonna retweet it. Trust me. I'm I'm coming. I'm getting to it. Okay. But I appreciate your and uh, we we'll, we we'll look forward to seeing you all soon. Actually, uh, sometime towards the end of uh, this month, we should be coming out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, great news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingsley, um, when did when did Zarek learn to shoot a three pointer like that? Be honest with you, Zarek was the was a great three point shooter in um, in high school. He was the best. So, but I think when when they when they recruited him, Coach Terry told him that no, he banned him straight up from shooting any three. So he told him that all he he's gonna do is the bigs role, which is you know rebounding, blocking shots and rebounding and, and putting it back into the into the net of course but he didn't give him the opportunity to shoot threes and i remember one moment i think it was um Tidus, Tidus Verhoeven. he made a three pointer so i was like wait a minute so some bigs could shoot three so why not z that he he's used to in some games he met in high school you know, in AAU, when he played, he's only AAU that he actually played. He made about about, about seven threes in a in a game. So I don't know why wow. they stopped him from shooting threes. So, but now he said, Coach Golden told him if the opportunity calls, I haven't I haven't watched the game, so I don't know. I have a coach that texted me. Did you see this? Okay, your son put up a three. Oh my god! I haven't seen it. I'm ruining it for you. I ruined it for you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Adrian. <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch it. I, trust me. I, I'm gonna watch it. I wanna I wanna watch it and then give him my own feed. I have my own uh, because I I critic I critique every game that he plays. That's my job. I'm. I mean, I I don't know. Everyone will sing all the praises and all whatnot, but me, I go hard. I don't. If I see any mistake on that joker, he's gonna ask me. He's gonna answer some questions about that mistake. So, but um, overall, um, he is a he's a good point. He's a good point uh, three point shooter. So let's hope that this is just a tip of the iceberg. Let's see that he's gonna throw out some more three pointers out there because he's capable of it. He's fully capable of it. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. I love it. Kingsley, it's great to hear from you. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way. I didn't say that earlier. And uh, appreciate you joining us here on Minor Talk. It's always great to hear from you. Good check-in from the pops of uh, Zarek Onyema. Hey, thank you, team. I appreciate y'all. All right. Zarek Onyema's whole family joining in with us. We had Kenny earlier. Kingsley joining us now. Uh, good, good, uh, good chat right there. Sal, I love the three-pointer. That, that three-pointer was killer. Come on, we saw the thunderous dunks last year, and now people are going to go crazy over the Z3s. Uh, <laughs> the Z3s, that's cool, man. That, that's a good signature shoe name. I'm excited, man. Uh, but, but with Zarek, um, I think he could be the, the crowd favorite again this year. I mean, that's I, I don't want to say it's hard to do. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's no stat for it or anything. But when you can have a guy that people love watching uh, because they're excited of what he's going to do next, this just adds something else to the um, the show that is Eric Onyema, right? So if he's out there getting boards, he's a lot bigger this year. Uh, but he's also shooting the three. Th- that's going to spell trouble for for whoever they're going up against. And if there's a double team on him, that opens things up for other guys too. So the step in the right direction. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't even know who Curry is anymore. I'll, I'm all about the Z. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, hey, we're going to wind things down here on the uh, Minor Talk Twitter spaces. We stayed on uh, a good amount here, a good amount of time, and uh, this was a lot of fun. I'm so happy that people actually made the switch over. We had to we had to leave the studios today. Uh, just had the sanitized company coming by. They had to be in at 10. We can't be inhaling that stuff. So, uh, yeah, we had to switch things over to Twitter and really appreciated everybody uh, chiming in with us. We, we record this one, thankfully, and we're going to be able to put this one on the podcast just so in case anybody missed any of this, they can listen to the, the replay of it. But uh, we'll hang on here in case anybody wants to chime in with their thoughts, the first look at a UTEP basketball. Give us your th- your thoughts, your first reactions ahead of uh, the New Mexico State game that Saturday. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'll be there. You know, I'll be there. I'll be I'll be ready to go. And uh, I'm just excited to watch UTEP in person after watching them on the TV. I, I think that you know when you get to watch, to watch them in person, you kind of see the little nuances and stuff, and you miss that from you know, the broadcaster just listening to it on the radio. So really looking forward to seeing them in person um, Saturday. So I could, I, me like Kingsley, I can give him my full scope and I, I'll be harsh. I'll, I'll grade harsh just like Kingsley, um, like he was saying, when he grades uh, Zarek's play after watching it. So um, we'll stay on here just for a little while longer in case anybody else has some thoughts about uh, UTEP and their loss to Texas. This was a good minor talk. This was a, a lot of fun to do this with everybody uh, here. Just to run things down, quick thoughts on players. Tay Hardy, four of eight from the floor, nine points, uh, three rebounds, a block, and a steal, three turnovers. I think that that's one, you know, that's the obvious thing to clean up the, the turnovers. Shamar Givens. Eight points on two of six shooting. Didn't have the best shooting night. Uh, he'll tell you that. Six assists, four rebounds, one steal. Yeah, that that was kind of a highlight reel steal too. So good stuff by Shamar. Calvin Solomon, seven points on three of ten shooting. I know at one point he was he looked pretty erratic, and they took him out, and he kind of settled down. Uh, two steals, he did foul out. Otis Frazier was one of the biggest surprises to me today. Uh, started, by the way, nine points, three of seven shooting. And uh, had four fouls. He was one of the guys who got in quick foul trouble. But just kind of all over the place. Very raw. I want to see more minutes from Otis Frazier. Very raw. 
Kevin Kalu, uh, nine points, uh, excuse me, five points on two of three shooting. Looks like a completely different player. I do not recognize that player right there. He looks totally different. I mean, he's gained like 20 pounds of muscle. He looks great. Uh, Malik Zachary, one of five shooting. He struggled today, but it's going to be expected to see some of those guys like him, Carlos Lemush. Uh, that he, those guys are going to kind of struggle. The junior college guys who are making the transition to D1. Um, and then the Jonathan Dos Anchos, I, I just hope that they they get him back. That's going to be such a tough loss if they lose him early season, even if it's a sprain. You know, I, I hope it's nothing horrible, but even if it's a sprain, you don't want to lose somebody like that. Um, yeah, it's somebody that you put so much uh, so much stock in, I guess, going into this year. Jamari Sibley, seven points on three of eight shooting. I like this off the bench, Jamari Sibley. I'm gonna, I'm all in. Like I, I asked myself before the season started. I don't know where, um, I don't know where Jamari Sibley fits on this team, and I, I think we saw it today. He's the perfect off the bench spell. You know, spell anybody off. He could play the four, play the five. He played the three all off season long, and then John Dos Anjos gets hurt in the first minute of his play and Jamari Sibley basically has to scrap everything he's done this offseason and go back to the traditional four so uh that there you go right there with Sibley I like I liked his role he needs to get better of course I think everybody can see that but 7.7 rebounds 30 minutes of play um yeah Jamari Sibley I like the off the bench role for him I think it's I think he might fit that role nicely uh Zarek Onyema uh player of the game in my opinion 10 points three or four shooting uh, four fouls in this one, two rebounds, a steal, a turnover, 22 minutes off the bench. Uh, again, I don't think bench really means anything for these guys. I think there's going to be an even distribution of minutes. Uh, if you look at today's game, you saw Jamari Sibley, who played 30 minutes. You saw Shamar Givens, who played 37, and Tay Hardy, who played 32 minutes. Those are your leaders in minutes played in today's contest and that's pretty much it miners uh shot a uh 43 from the floor in the first half couldn't hit a three-pointer then hit five three-pointers in the second half they shot 45 percent from beyond the arc and just 39 percent from the floor so that's where they uh obviously are struggling at the uh more on the on the shooting side of things, but shot forty percent as a whole as a team to, uh, today, and then of course thirty three percent from beyond the arc. Only fifteen free throws to Texas is twenty nine. So I think a lot of fans were upset about the disparity, but nonetheless, UTEP turns the page. They got New Mexico State Saturday. We will have the real version of Minor Talk, which is on six hundred ESPN El Paso on Saturday after the game. Um, no no problems, no dilemmas anticipated for that. That's the seven o'clock tip. Myself, Sal Montes, maybe a little Jason Craig, UTEP Zay will be back in action this weekend. Uh, we'll bring you updates. We'll talk coverage. We'll talk UTEP. And uh, we'll move forward. Sal, any final thoughts as we wind things down, man? We're getting ready for Battle of I-10 this weekend. Um, the, my thoughts are be excited to see um, what is a, a glimpse of what you can um, you know, get a grasp of later on in the season. And I bring this up because if the Miners are testing themselves against really good competition early, that, that's got to be a sign for what may come, you know, when we take on the, the upper echelon teams of Conference USA. And like, like we mentioned earlier, they could play the Aggies a potential three times. And if uh, it, I think we'll get a really good measure, probably like by the second game of the Aggies or, or maybe, of course, the third game. So, 
um, this is really round one, you know, of what this team can look like. So I'm excited. Also, um, the, the word that McKinney, um, you know, would be available is there or, you know, the thought of it is there, which is going to be exciting. And that's another factor that we didn't get to see tonight. So um, what, what I could take from tonight's game is they can play defense with the best of them for, for a large portion of the game. Now let's see what they could do against somebody who is um, a bit better than them, but they have a more realistic shot of, of beating. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I think that, uh, you know, to, just to your point about the newness, I mean, we're going to see a new player Saturday, like you mentioned, in Mario McKinney, which is just exciting in itself. So, yeah, just a lot of things to be excited about. It's a new season, fresh new look. Yeah. It's it's uh, fresh for everybody. Um, so, yeah, let's let's go. We got one Definitely. down, first, first and, um, one down, 30 to go. And if I can say one more thing, too, for the Aggies with uh, with what Coach Hire uh, is bringing over there, that's going to be a fun team to watch, too, if you're an Aggie fan. I, I don't want to say there's there's a, a drop-off that isn't there. I think uh, there is a bit. You know, you're going from one of your best coaches in program history to, um, to a guy who's new, but this new guy is under that same tree. Those philosophies are going to be there. Um, it'll be real interesting to see what um, – Higher does not only in this game but throughout the season. I I don't want to say it's plug and play, but it's as close as it can be. They're, they're going to have a fun year. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun either way, man. I really do. I appreciate it, Sal. Thanks for everything you do. We'll talk to you Saturday. Uh, appreciate everybody here joining us. Kenny, UTEP, Zay, Kingsley, Renee Tires, proud owner of Wind Supply El Paso, getting ready for our hot hand of the award award uh, later on in the season. Special uh, thanks to our listeners like Joe Chacon, Trolley Dodger, Utep Minetto, Eric, who hung out with us, Carlos, uh, Richard, Romeo, Francisco. Appreciate all you guys listening in here on Minor Talk uh, as we wind things down. That'll do it for us. For Sal Montes, I'm Adrian Bratis signing off and saying th- so, uh, so long. And thanks for listening to Minor Talk. Uh, we'll be back, 600 ESPN El Paso.